We've managed to catch Dave Mitchell. Dave, Dave Mitchell. It is Dave Sorry, We've managed to catch Dave. Hi, Dave. How are you? Good morning. I'm fine, thank you. So, Dave, we are at your store at the minute. Correct. Yes. So, singing bowls. Tell us, tell us what, tell us singing bowls. Tell us what you do, Dave. Well, singing bowls are a traditional uh, Himalayan era healing yeah. um, instrument, if you like. So they're based on vibrational energy. Um, to demonstrate that with vibration you'll get sound, but visually to demonstrate it, um, you guys can see this. So you can hear the bowl, but also the water will move. Yeah. As it's going down. And it'll bubble out. So that demonstrates the healing power of what you can do. So the bowl, um, traditional instrument as I say, they're used for meditation, for healings, and you can just quite simply play them with an instrument. So, all my bowls are from Kathmandu, made by a fourth generation metal worker called Santa Raknashakya. Santa, made by Santa. Fantastic. Dave, do you know with the singing bowl, would you suggest holding them with the tips of the fingers or with the palm of the hand? So the easiest way for a beginner is always to find a bowl that's probably a little bit smaller than this perhaps, but you hold your hand flat and keep your fingers off. You can do that, but I'd say that's more of an advanced technique or more of a, um, if that's what you're comfortable doing. What you're trying to do is minimise your contact yeah. with the bowl and that will maximise the vibration. That's what I do with mine, I always find that that, that vibration is yeah. so much, it's free, it frees that vibration yes. more, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. If that's probably not the right term really, but... Put a bowl in someone's hand and attempt to catch it, yeah. that's what you do with someone's hand. It's almost like a muffler. Yeah, it dampens yeah. the notes. Uh, like putting your fingers on the fret on the guitar, yeah. it stops yeah. the vibration. If you can do that, then that's great. And then the other important thing is, Choosing a stick that works with you because that's what connects your energy yeah, yeah. to the bowl. Can I have a go? Absolutely. You left or right handed? Uh, right handed. Put your left hand out, okay. use okay. that stick. So you start to feel the vibration and then you build it. But if you've never played one before, um, that's really sad. I don't know if that's picking that up then, is it? But... I always relate it to when you learn to drive and you have to do a hill start yeah. for the first time. It's a bit of balancing two or three things. The less you think about it and the more you try and do something different, yeah. the more you'll react to the ball and the ball will react to you. I'll just leave that going for a bit while I'm on. Your arm will probably get tired first. Can I ask you, Dave, about your own spirit? Do you have a spiritual background yourself? I've um, worked commercially and then 
I got made redundant and woke up the next morning and decided I was going to have a hobby that paid the bills rather than a job. Yeah. Never worked for anybody. And I already um, worked with singing roles and I just decided that that would be my vocation. Although I was already doing it, that would be the focus of what I wanted to yeah. do. Yeah. Um, so you know, we talked about being grateful. So each morning now I'm grateful that I can open my eyes, get yeah. out yeah. And, and do events like this. Yeah. And, yeah facilitate introducing bowls to people. So whilst you can do sessions, sound baths and healings, um, I noticed there's very few people out there doing bowls on face-to-face. Yeah, yeah. So my website even says, don't buy off the website. Yeah. It's just put a bowl in your hand and you notice it. Perfect. Thank you, Dave. I won't ask you what you're grateful for today. You've just told <laughs> us. If there's one thing that you could teach the world, everybody in the world, what would you teach them? Patience. Good one. Everybody needs that. Fantastic. Thanks, Glenn. Thanks, Dave. It's been a pleasure. I have just caught Alex. Literally. Hi. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Alex did not know she was doing this and she literally just walked in. She's not even taken the coat off. I've literally just walked in two minutes ago. (laughs) Alex, it's so lovely to see you. I didn't realise you were coming, but it's really nice to see you. You too. Can you tell us? So we are interviewing as many people as we can. Over the weekend, um, can you tell us a little bit about your own spiritual journey? And I know what you do. So if you want to talk to us about Fierce by Alexandra, as oh well, right, yes, that'd be perfect. That's like my other. That's like my shadow side. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so do you want me to look into the camera when I'm saying this? I don't yeah, know where to go look. On, look at like, there. Look? look right there. Look. Okay. Um, so I have always been kind of in tune, and um, years ago I went to a like psychic medium night when my um, Achilles had ruptured so I was not feeling my best like feeling a bit down um, and I went to this psychic night and I really wanted my granddad to come through to me and I'd seen him, seen him at the bottom of my bed when I was in the hospital and I really wanted to speak to him like I, knew, I thought he was my guardian angel anyway but I was a bit you know like on the fence with everything um, so I went to this night and, and he came through to me and talked and spoke to me and it just kind of affirmed that there was something there and what I was feeling was real so um, kind of got into things a little bit more and then as lockdown hit I always knew I liked um, reading cards and I was into kind of intuition and I knew that I had a good intuition with people anyway um, but as lockdown hit I got into it more and the more I went out in nature and more things were happening um, and I knew things were going to happen because I see like a lot of future things um, yeah specializing guidance in future that's kind of my thing um, so all, I knew all these things were going to happen and then I started practicing reading cards and I just became so aware and I worked with another guy called Josh, I think you know yeah, Josh, Josh quite yeah, well yeah, don't you? Yeah. Um, Joshua Rose, he's awesome, we worked together um, and we started working together and it just went crazy from there basically, a lot of people were just drawn to me doing the readings um, and now I've started doing healing as well, yeah. crystal healing, um, so yeah I just, I just love it. and through lockdown it's just opened up everything because I spent a lot of time on my own and um, in my own company did a lot of healing as well so yeah that's my story thank you <laughs> would you like to tell us about fears because you have Alex has yes. you have your own clothing brand which is awesome thanks um so I am um, a spiritual coach and healer but also I am a personal trainer 
So I've got my own personal training business and I basically I didn't realise I was doing it but I heal people through personal training so yeah, like yeah. that was the angle I was going from, quite intuitive as a personal trainer um, and that led me to kind of healing people as well. But I do run my own fitness business um, called Pretty Heavy Lifters and we're like a group of strong women like girl power and things like that and we lift heavy weights um, and alongside that I do have a clothing business called Fierce by Alexandra so that's kind of for women to feel like empowered and amazing and fabulous when they're in the gym like feeling the best yeah. and when you feel your best you work your best and you're your most yeah. confident yeah. self aren't you so if you want to find people on if you, if you want people to find you on Facebook what's your what's your Facebook so my Facebook page, yeah, I've got, I've got loads of Facebook pages. So it's either Fierce by Alexandra, um, Pretty Heavy Lifters, um, or Spirit Alex Ross, Spiritual Coach and Healer. Well, thank you. Alex, what's one thing that you're grateful for today? One thing that I'm grateful for today, um, I'm grateful for lots of things. I can think of three straight off. Can I say three? Yeah, go on. So I'm grateful for my partner, who's an amazing partner. I'm grateful for my cats. I've got four. Um, and my new house that is being decorated at the moment. So. Lovely. I've been following that. Oh, have you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> been following that. I've got loads of different pages and things, haven't I? Yeah, so. yeah. Um, if you could teach the whole world one thing, what would you teach them? Okay, so I'm really, really into um, studying domestic violence and that sort of topic, violence against women at the moment. Yeah. So I would want to teach men from a young age how not to attack women. Sorry, that wasn't probably what I bet you really shocked. You look really shocked. No, but I'm no, really into that topic said at the that moment. Yet. Believe it or not. Yeah, so I'm very like I'm very about girl power, yeah. um, healing women. I'm drawn into empowering women and helping yeah. women a lot. Not that there's anything wrong with men. The goddess. Yes, I'm bringing very, out the goddess. Yes, yeah, bringing yeah. out the goddess. So that's what I would do. Yeah. Thank you, Alex. So yeah, I'm based in West African teaching. I've been taught by two uh, West African teachers. One is called Nancy Akita, who's no longer in this country, he's gone back home to Guinea. And the other one is called Anson Abakiyoko, he's in uh, Leamington Spa. And uh, he had his own African Valley. And um, yeah, he's still my, my school, get taught by him. Okay. But I don't just do African women, I do all sorts of different women around, centered around African women. Um, so, uh, today, if you don't know, jambe, the word jambe uh, comes from a Mandinka word which is ankle ankeje, which is uh, a term that means bringing together. <coughs> uh, we're going to be working with a, a rhythm called Sinte today, uh, which is from the Nali people, uh, which is a, a people from the Boko region in Guinea, it's like a forest region in Guinea. And uh, we're going to be working on a song called Buntanara, uh, which also means bringing together, but it's from a language called Susu Tribe, So it's all about bringing people together and having a good time, feeling something. Uh, I'm influenced on my, because I've got uh, Ansaman as my teacher, and he's a ballet teacher, a ballet drummer. Uh, Nancy was a village drummer, so I've got a lot of modern uh, things about performing. Uh, so we're going to be using our bodies as well, okay, our arms, uh, and our voices, uh, because obviously we're African and in most of it there is singing, there is chanting, okay. So, uh, we're going to start by doing a little bit of warm-up. Uh, so 
So the best thing to do is to, to warm our hands up first, okay? Uh, and we're going to do what I call an African clap. Uh, so if we clap and we have doors, most of us all pull about that, and our hands crossed. I call it an African clap because I've got some show friends, and they told me a story recently where he had to get married. He wants to, wants to get married, had to go to his, uh, his father-in-law-to-be. And uh, we have to produce this clap, and it has to be really, really good. And if you can't do this clap, you don't get to marry the bride. So we're going to do this clap, and it's slightly different, and it's very good for drumming because it's a parallel clap, a clap like that. Okay? Um, what this does, as you're pressing your hands together like this, it's working these muscles here, which actually are your drumming muscles there, the triceps, not the front of your, your arm. Okay? So we're just going to do this. Three, one, two, three, one, two, three, 
We're going to go to the centre. This one's called BIM, okay? And uh, you'll find you go to, go to a different teacher, you'll get a different sound out, a different word from minus BIM. So BIM is in the centre here, so just place one hand in the centre. Okay? So after BIM, we go one, two, three. Just caught Will Doncaster. Just get yourself a cup of tea, Will. Good to see you here. Fantastic day yesterday. Fantastic, absolutely. Yeah, the drumming yesterday with the shack was wonderful. You know what? Better than expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. So I'm pleased you're here today, Will. Will, because we we wanted to grab you for five minutes. So. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. We just wanted to ask you about your own spiritual development, your own, your own spirituality. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so, so what about what, uh, yeah. start? Yeah, how, how did you come across, how did you come across the shark? Was there something that you were, did you feel that you were looking for something? Mm -hmm. I developed into shark. Uh, I knew Andrew way before then. Yeah. Uh, I was the client of Andrew's uh, to start the group. Right, okay. And, uh, yeah. One or two were issues going on in my life. And yeah. I, I went to a charity called Hetty's. You know, I know Hetty's. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I was a client at Hetty's and they referred me to Andrew for treatment. Yeah. And that's kind of how I was stumbled into that side of things. That light is terrible. It, 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 it looked like that. It was like that. It was like that. You look gorgeous. You look, you look, you look lovely. Well, yeah. So yeah, so that's how I got into it. I was yeah. I was going to edit it. Uh, my my, uh, my counsellor there. Yeah. yeah. Can I name her? Or do we do that? You can do. Uh, Carmel. Carmel. I know. Yeah, I know with Carmel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she uh, she introduced me to Reiki. Yeah. I used to go to the Reiki show. Yeah. Uh, and she she was my Reiki master for levels one and two. Yeah. Uh, and I spent several years with Carmel and sort of along with Angie as well. Yeah. yeah. And sort of went further into the uh, the Phoenix Suite at Rainwood. That Rainwood. That's yeah. where I met you. That's where I met you. That's a few years ago now, yeah. 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 Not so many great hairs there, wasn't it, between us? <laughs> no, no. And I know that well, you did your Reiki Masters up at Arbelow in Derbyshire. That's right, yeah. Which by all of by yeah. all accounts I wasn't there, but I know that it was a fantastic day for the people that were there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Especially when I was conscious of a, a dog sniffing at me. I was uh, I was down on the floor in, in the in the circle. Yeah. And, and I looked at the pills at you and that. Just a quick look, I've got a dog, I think he's just about to cock his leg on me. A real dog? A real dog, yeah, yeah. okay. Dog. You never know, you never know what happens in the spiritual circle, do you, in the stone circle? Yeah. 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 Can you tell us, well, one thing that you are grateful for? Uh, I'm grateful for my life, absolutely grateful for my life. Yeah. I'm grateful to still have both parents to uh, both are quite poorly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm quite grateful that at the moment uh, things are great. Yeah. Uh, good. Yeah, going well. And if you could teach the whole world one thing, what would you teach them? What would you teach everybody? 
to, to be more kind towards each other and, and to be more, more uh, generous in giving. Uh, as opposed to, I'm alright, Jack, I saw it first, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, drop that attitude and start to share a lot more love amongst each other. Yeah. And I think we'll all be a lot better place and we'll get on. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Oh, thanks for that, Glenn. I don't know what. You're going to have to take over, Glenn. Is it because I'm bold? Glenn's behind the camera. <laughs> You're going to have to take over, Glenn. <laughs> Sorry, Glenn, Will. Do you mean me or Glenn? This is Will. This is Will Doncaster. Hello, well, we're here with Tracy Chapman. We've got somebody famous here with us today. Yes, and I'm riding in my fast car. <laughs> How are you, Tracy? I'm lovely. Thank you. I haven't seen you for a few years now. Obviously, I normally bump into you at this uh, event. Uh, but what have you been up to? Um, I'm fine, thank you. Um, I'm still doing the switch to churches. Do yes. tell us more about that. Um, well, I actually met you probably 15 years ago. We sat in the same development group, did you say? Correct, yeah. Awareness group. Yeah. Uh, we've got many happy members. Indeed, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's been a wonderful experience. I've met some fantastic people. Well, you're one of them as well. Oh, you too. But we can. have, haven't we? We've met some people. Yes. Um, so do you, do you travel quite far with your medium ship? Yeah. Well, because of the pandemic, yeah. have not been able to, but yes, do um, okay. Barnsley and obviously Sheffield area, um, Doncaster. Obviously, Fantastic. I do do quite a lot in Nottingham area as well, yeah. locally. Um, but yeah. Brilliant. Well, it's nice to hear that you're still at it and you're still going at it and helping people and serving spirit as well. Uh, but what we'd like to ask you as well, how are you finding it this weekend? Uh, obviously we haven't had one of these events for a couple of years now, so how do you feel it's going? Uh, I think it's absolutely wonderful. Um, the people that are it's helping a lot of people, isn't it? It really is helping a lot of people. It's helping them develop spiritually and on their pathway because I do feel that a lot of people they need this at the moment, don't they? They need this help support them. And this is what it's all about. I was just about to say that obviously with the last 18 months everybody's had that time for self-reflection. Uh, and of course, uh, people want answers now. So uh, events like this, uh, drawing those people to them, and uh, you know, it's a beautiful thing to witness people that were uh, skeptical or you know were, were maybe ridiculed this sort of uh, lifestyle, but now embracing it. That's wonderful. And you know what? It's wonderful. It's wonderful. There's so many young people about, and we need to bring people into this event. It's just wanting to know that there is more out there. We need that group. And this is a priority, I think. That these places that we come into. And I'm sure that come here, it will be the start of their spiritual development on that platform. Yes, and of course there's some uh, flyers there in the foyer, isn't there, advertising there is. some uh, spiritual development teachers and things, so hopefully they'll pick those up. But um, a few more questions for you. Um, if you could, if there's anything that you're grateful for today, what would that be? It's just grateful that you're around these energies and like-minded people. And it's just so much that we need to do. 
understand. And spirit, you know, and not only are we excited to be here, but spirit on as well. Indeed. And that's the most important thing. And if you could teach the world anything at this moment in time, what would that be? When you're to love everybody. Perfect. I think that's the most important thing. Because we've all gone on that material pathway, haven't we? We are, this yeah. It's a difficult time for everyone, I think. And like you say, everybody's been so material, but we've had to reflect, haven't we, the last 18 months? That's right, yeah. And we just realise, you know, that do it from your heart, that's the most important thing. That's lovely. Well, thank you so much, Tracy, for taking the time, for letting us speak to you. Um, so, have a wonderful day. I will. I've come with my friend today, and she's not actually been here for about 10 years, so we're going to have a wonderful day. There's lots to see. And there is, there's an awful lot, yeah, and some very interesting people. Thank you, then, Tracy. Thank you. We are with Trudy from Old Paint to Go. We were yes. talking to your partner yesterday, weren't we? Yes. And uh, I've been drawn to you since I saw you yesterday and thought, having her for five minutes. So, welcome. Thank Tell you. us about yourself. Tell us about what you do with Old Paint to Go. Okay, so I'm the other half of Stephen from Old Paint to Go. So, I'm the one that does all the back, back work, accounts, and things like that. But also, um, I am training to be a yeah. therapist as well so yeah. so you're quite spiritual as well you were saying yes, yes. so can you tell us a little about your own spirituality or your path to right your okay. path? well at the age of eight i remember seeing um, a film with ursula anderson called, called she and where she bathed in the flames for eternal life and i knew at that age that that is what it was all about yeah we never died we were eternal yes yeah. so i've always had that that feeling um being like a sponge for knowledge throughout my whole life. I came across a body of work in 2004, which is the um, Freedom Teachings, it was yeah. called at the time, and which is all about the mechanics of ascension um, with the Ash Ashiana Dean. And I read one of her books, which just blew me away. It was so way out there um, with the, all the race lines, all the different realities. And, uh, I just knew it was truth. Have that I have this uh, internal knowing. I don't hear things, I don't see things, but I know. When I hear things, I just know it to be true, my truth. Yeah. Um, so from that on, I went around the world doing um, workshops. Uh, we did a lot of grid work from the run up to 2012. Yeah. 2012, I was there, 21st December 2012 in South Soto in Florida. Right. Um, another workshop with a lot of energy work. So I've done yeah. a lot of energy work. With the, that was uh, the beginning lines. of quite a big cycle as well. 2012 yes. to 2020. Yes. In December 2020, that was eight years of a massive cycle, wasn't it? It as is. Well, a really yeah. big development cycle, really, a spiritual awakening cycle. I did feel after the workshop that it was like, oh, I've done my job. What do I do now? Because it was very much isolated myself and my two sons. Um, they, are, they were into the work as well, so it was the, the trying that we had doing energy work. Um, but, so we kept ourselves because it was such a body, we tried to tell people, and at that time they didn't want to listen, nobody understood you know, yeah. what really truly is, is reality, so we put it 
that way. So I was, um, we, 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 we grew, if you like, and just concentrated on doing grid work. But after that, it was like, oh, what am I going to do now? Because at 2012, actually, that was the time where things were seeded and activations came from that, like you say, the eight years after that we've got now the run up to where we are now. So, yeah, it's been um, an interesting road, very interesting road. Um, being with Stephen has learnt the understanding, the true understanding of the, um, the mind and your, your self talk and how you talk to self very much in the negative most people do so we're helping training people now to look at their language understand that they can self-heal and there's a real empowerment coming from behind that I had an experience um, last year where I was in that sort of meditative state where I felt that from my knees down to my ankles I was in like a black goo and it was like I was pulling myself, I'm saying, and I, it was like I was facing my fears at that time. And um, do, been doing a lot of shadow work as well. Um, and I could, I, it was like I, I almost grew wings, I felt like I had wings, like a, an angelic being. And I just pulled myself out of this black goo. And the thing, I don't fear this anymore. It's like, it was really, really stuff and um, it just shows how powerful we are when we truly do connect what we are capable as a human being we are capable we have that power in the universe inside within, and we have the power to create a universe if we so wished we have that power and it is moving forward is, is actually concentrating on what you want to see in the world yeah. not seeing what is playing out there, actually seeing what's going on in the world is because that's old systems breaking down, concentrate on what you want to see in the world because this is where we're moving into now um, and through the whole ascension, so manifestation, manifestation yeah, big time. And with manifestation always have that um, emotion behind it because with the emotions that's what pushes through and, and it's what we draw to you. If you could teach the whole world one thing to teach them. Self-love. Self-love because it starts with you. And even if you did nothing else in the world, self-love is what is so empowering and it's like the butterfly effect will just go around the world. Yeah. Can you give me one thing that you're grateful for in this moment? Grateful for? Well, I'm glad I'm here in this time now. Um, just being part of, of the whole process that we're going through. But I'm grateful for life. I just love nature, everything. I'm just grateful. Stuff. Grateful for my um, uh, time with Stephen and all came to go and, and helping people. And that, when you help people, it's just so gratifying. Oh, we're grateful to meet you today. So thank you. I just want to all. I'm with uh, Heinz from Hello. Nice to meet you. Nice to face to face. We've been in your we were in your uh, talk for ten minutes yeah. earlier. Fantastic information that you were giving out there as well. So it's a, a really interesting I talk wish I had there. More time. I suppose it's something that you could talk about for a whole day really, isn't it? That's a poor start, are you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a huge topic. Tell us, Heinz, about what you do. I mean we've got some products behind us on your store. Um, can you tell us a little bit about spirit wood? Well, like I could suggest, wood spirit is, is, a, is a spiritual bond with the wood. Yeah. And which is obvious, you know. Uh, but there's more to it, obviously, because how do you approach 
wood. What what is a wood? You know, what's a tree? You know, how do you yeah. approach it? I'm a total novice. Yeah. Um, well, switch off your inner chatter. Understand what you're looking at, but you don't have to label everything. You know, mm. and, uh, and 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 just feel the, the life form in front of it's just not that different to us if you think about it. Yeah. Um, because you've got roots. You need water, you need all the same things we need, right? Yeah. Uh, one advantage of being a tree, you don't have to travel anywhere to get what you need. Unless things are really dire, and then you just send a few birds or four-legged critters out to spread your seed. Yeah. Go that way or that way, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's a self-contained living thing, and the benefits are way past what I ever imagined. Yeah. And it's been 10 years of analyzing it, and it's become more and more interesting every day. Yeah. There's just so much to discover. You know. I, I assume that you spend a lot of time out in nature, in forests. When possible. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, where were we? Um, why spirit was a good question. Um, because I, I believe everything is spirit, uh, whatever, however you find it. And you find it everywhere. Uh, and But the trees are the easiest place to look. Because mm. if you understand how it grows, where it grows, why it behaves the way it does because they have different behaviors like people do and so on and so forth. It's really a question of opening the door, getting familiar with, uh, not looking at a tree or giving a name this and this and this. Oh, what, what is its essence? Yeah. And what I try to do in the work here is to show its, not tamper with it, but show its essence, what, what, its history, yeah. its individuality. You know? yeah. And I'm talking about every single tree. We talk about seven and a half billion people on this planet, and everyone is an individual. You know, same with trees, same with pets, everything. So it's a way of looking at the universe, at, at, world, at life. And, and unfortunately, hello again. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have the language sometimes to express it because trees have their own language. They do literally communicate. We, we do. We have that language, don't we? But we've forgotten. Yeah, yeah. Because. We use, we try and use words where actually we should be taught speaking telepathically and, and using our heart center to communicate. There's a way of tuning in. Uh, most people who are nature survivalists and who spend a lot of time surviving in nature and so on, um, there's a special sense that we have with the animals, that we share with the animals. You notice something before you're conscious of it. Like you walk in, into a room and there's a feeling it's either this way or that way, but you soon forget because you're focusing on individuals and that yeah. But there's a thing, and you forget that feeling, but it's a warning sometimes, or an invitation can be one or the other. Same with trees. Sometimes, oh, this animal is reacting to that tree, why? So there's something there, but you have to be very sharp, you have to really have good powers of yeah. awareness, you know, yeah. and, and notice things, and not have your mind cluttered with preconceived ideas and notions. Mm. That's something that I teach as well. I teach um, oh. communicate uh, qualified in uh, forest bathing in Shinri Yoko. Oh right! So right. what you're what you're saying so it resonates. With yeah, you I mean so uh, much. It, it, there's a kind of have you ever walked into a room and the phone's lying there and it's ringing, yeah. but you know it's going to ring. And you, yeah, a, a split second before you just know it's going to ring. Almost it like when you think about a person and then that person calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that kind of thing. It's, and again, uh, the Tomah trees, well, Tomah trees is a bit more than that. Uh, it's the same thing. Uh, I've had experiences, I'm going to go on and on, you know. Um, 
Well, I was looking for, like, let's say I was looking for an ash. Yeah. If I look for an ash, I miss this beauty, I miss that beauty, but I'm only focused on one thing. Yeah. And, and so until I find what I'm looking for, which is usually not the case because I'm, it's too specific, yeah. but I'm missing all the other interesting bits mm -hmm. because I was focused on, on just that. Stop, just look you're at missing those invitations. Those invitations from the forest, so while you're focusing on one particular thing, you're missing all the other invitations exactly. of the forest. And they're all screaming for attention, this is yeah. the thing. And, and they have their moods, by the way. Yeah. You go into a forest, you can feel a sense of depression. There's one not far from Farnsfield, where I go sometimes, yeah. uh, on a hillside. And the first time I went there, it felt sad, it didn't feel right, and almost spooky. And, and you can tell the trees are not happy. Yeah. Uh, and usually plant, plantation trees have this effect. It's a sadness, a feeling, you know, uh, un unless you're oblivious, or just focus on whatever. But if, if you open your mind to it, mm -hmm. you can sense the trees, anger, pain, sorrow, and the opposite, a good day, oh, this is a happy forest, this is a happy, you just sense it, yeah. you know, and uh, you don't have to say, oh, that's an open, open, open. No, it's just a tree. Not just a tree, you know. It's, you know what I mean. Yeah. And you wonder how do we appear to the trees? They don't. They can't see us, but well, they know our, our impact, and they and they can actually benefit. Well, they benefited us all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's you know. I mean, I can go on. It, it, it's easy to talk about yeah. how we benefited from it. But why are we destroying it? Why are we so stupid yeah, why do we to do destroy that? the very thing that we need to survive? Yeah. Yeah. You know, something. So it's a very, very powerful emotive. Yeah, I feel. Uh, so this is one way of showing. Look, uh, the heart of the tree is infinitely richer yeah, than yeah. what you think it is if you have the time and the eyes to observe yeah. and the story. At some point, uh, and I, I think yeah. what we'd love to do yeah. is is have you as a guest for a full episode of the podcast at some point because I think this is just such an interesting topic. Kind of, the painting the oracle is behind the uh, thing there. Right. I mean, if you want to show it, you know, or whatever, we'll leave it for now because that is yeah. that is the core. Yeah. And, and I feel almost lifetime's work because yeah. it embodies everything that is important to me. Okay. I've got two questions yeah. I'd like to ask you. So the first one is Can you tell us something that you are grateful for at this time? That I'm grateful for? Yeah. Wow. Um, getting up another day, enjoying the day, being yeah. able to actually appreciate the things that are worth appreciating, yeah. and having the power, the, the good health, you know, uh, which is relative, obviously, but to, to have the ability to actually enjoy the world, the creation, yeah. and to learn more each day. Uh, the thing that I really, really like, uh, to me, what is a good day is I'll learn something, something new. It might have been something. I didn't want to learn, but it's beneficial. Someone might have said, you know, Heinz, I think brother, this is this, and I don't want to be too critical, but you know, I think you should know this. And I said, oh, thank you, that's really useful. Sometimes a tree, I feel like, uh, I walk around and suddenly I'm, I'm a black, something hits me on a branch or something. Oh, right, oh, thanks for that message. Yeah, snap out of it. Yeah. You know, and to, to, to have, a mind that's still awake and open and alert and, and share with everybody else on this planet and find some meaning in it and pass it on. That to me is 
worth getting out of bed for. Yeah, yeah. Does that answer your question? The last, it does, perfectly. <laughs> kind of tied into my last question. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was going to ask you, if you could teach the whole world one thing, what would you like to teach them? I know this sounds trite, on a very deep, profound level. Uh, if you include science, quantum, uh, spirituality, holistic, the whole shebang, the thing that underlies everything, and to me is a very powerful aspect of, of our life, is love. Yeah. Without defining it, having to define it, because I, I can get as much love from a pet or a friend or a total stranger. Yeah. Even though, uh, because don't define love, it's an experience. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite films is um, the one with Space, space travel. He, it, he goes. Oh. It's a film about space, okay. and uh, they go into a black hole. And they come back again, and, and, and his daughter ages. Uh, it's it's tipping my tongue. I'm showing my age. Um, tipping my tongue. Star Trek. It's not Star. It's a recent film. It's a very good film. Right. Uh, anyway, um, the thing about it is that it discovers a power. Yeah. That seems to bind everything together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, living or, or whatever you call it, non-living, whatever that means, like a stone, you can't call it alive, but it has energy. Anyway, that, 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 that power, the best word to describe is love. Yeah. Um, it's a bond between everything, which is why things are stuck together. If, they weren't, if it weren't here, there wouldn't be anything. Yeah, yeah. And it's hard to explain, but you feel it in, in, like in personal relationships, whether uh, well, a person, a pet, or a tree, uh, or a car. Some people love their car. Yeah, yeah. It's a kind of attachment, but it's, it's, it's got to be a positive one. If it's negative, there's no love involved. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, it's, it's, it's hard to explain because yeah. it's, it's a living, ongoing experience. And sometimes putting it into words dilutes it and takes away its beauty to describe it. So if you take an ordinary piece of wood, I mean, my, one of my favorite, to be honest, it's this willow here, it's a white willow. And um, there's something about it, and the way I found it, and, and the way it feels, and it looks, you know. And, and I could almost say there's a love going on here. And it sounds strange between, you know, um, you just talk about love between people and all that, you know, which is fine. But I'm talking a, a, a sense of connecting with everything. Yeah. This, that is in fact positive. Which is, which is a love without expectations. Uh, very good. Yeah, that's so true. You know. And uh, the most important thing, and it finishes the question, is self-love. Yeah. Because who looks after you? You feed yourself, you bathe yourself, you worry about yourself, you feel the pain, you know. Yeah. And you're, that's love. And if you haven't got that, you can't love any. You can't claim to love anybody else. Yeah, yeah. That comes first. I think what we all need to do is start to love each other like we love our pets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, or, or, or a willow, or a yeah, painting, yeah. or or this space. Yeah. yeah. Is that kind? You know what I mean? I, I challenge anyone to define the word love to me. Mm. Uh, but There's it's so many levels of so love. Exactly isn't levels. Yeah. That uh, goes back to the talk. Yes, you open yeah. the door, oh, that's an interesting room. Oh, there's more doors, oh, more rooms, you know, and, and yeah. it goes on and on. Yeah. And, 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 and it's fascinating, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did Thank I you. That has, 
Hi, thank you so much. That's been amazing. Pleasure. And I can't wait to have you as a guest for an actual episode on the, on the podcast as well. So yeah, we'll that'd be good. That'd that. be good. Because I'll I, take I, some details. There's just so much, you know, I didn't have enough time doing the talk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, literally scratching the surface. I'm yeah. One percent. Yeah. I mean, yeah. because the beast is everything. So everything is quite good. Thank you. Basically, um, let me close the door now so we're officially start. So what, what, when you talk about topics, you know, like trees, uh, where do you start? It's such a huge topic, you know. Uh, so I had to whittle it down to a picture and what it represents and the whole point. It's a project I've been working on for three years, okay? and. Um, Depends where your interests lie, they're all there. Uh, but it, it's a roadmap, if you like, and it portrays a lot of things. And I'm going to have to condense everything and keep, keep to the 16 trees. Um, okay. Now, when the idea came up, I don't know where it came from. Well, I, I could go there, but it would take at least two hours to see. Um, well, I, I called the orbs. Uh, or spheres, or whatever you want to call them, okay? And the title of the painting and, and the book I'm working on, the project, got two sections. One is geometry, and one is the spiritual tree. Uh, sixteen stories, sixteen individual stories, and each one represents a stage in one's life. You can look at it that way. This is mechanical because you could say all of them can happen at the same time at any time during the day, during all the stages. Uh, a lifetime group on stage, you know, it's flexible, like the universe, <laughs> it's mutating all the time, okay? Uh, so I'm, I'm trying to rein in, pull in the reins and ABC methodically. So we only have time today, uh, and Les is going to remind me of the time, because I don't have <laughs> So, uh, let's begin at the beginning, rather, okay? Um, you started, this is not a conventional pattern, but it's a roadmap, but it's more than that. It depends what how you see it and what you do with it. Okay. Um, so I'll just give you the the law, if you like. This is what it is, but it doesn't have to be that way exactly for everyone. Because, like, you walk into a forest, you know, I know what trees look like. I'm going to a new forest, and oh, trees. But if you're in tune with the trees, you think, wow, wait a minute, there's something that I didn't notice before. And then you, once you do that. You open, or, or Pandora's box if you like, you open, well there's more after that, and there's more and more, where do I stop, you know. So, you have to learn how to tune in, if you like, to the environment, like I'm tuning in with you guys, and you're tuning in with me, okay. So it's, it's, it's a constant flow of energy, and it's beautiful. And the same applies to trees, to the forest, right, uh, which I'm a bit obsessed about, so I'll, I'll, but I, I, it won't go into that. Right. Well, we start at the beginning. It's based loosely on the Ovum, uh, ancient uh, Celtic Druid uh, number system, uh, 1 to 20. And the first 10 are correct in order, starting with the shortest lived uh, tree, which is the birch. And um, ends, of course, with a U. But the pattern, this is why you have the map, okay? And the numbers there tell you which tree we're talking about. Page two. Do you, uh, oh, hello. Oh, um, so the pattern is—it's not conventional, clockwise or anything. All that—it's just 
this is the way it presented itself to me, so I had to figure it out first. So I hope I can do a good job explaining it to you, okay? Because this was not by my design, this is not my idea, all right? Three years ago, almost to the day, I finished her, and I thought, well, <laughs> it took me three years gradually bond with it and figure it out, and there's so much to it, I could spend days literally on, on, on this topic, okay? Well, let's stick to the basics. End of introduction. Uh, anyway, that's a joke. Um, talk about time. Uh, anyway, we start with Birch, okay? Let's just start with Birch. I know you're going to have loads of questions, so I'm going to leave enough time for that. Birch, hey, I'm new to this. It's, everything is first. Everything the first time. First time I, I remember the first time I experienced the color orange, but not just the color orange, but the actual taste of an orange. I grew up in Germany, of course, for Germany. We're quite poor. Uh, we lived off the land, we had some small livestock, you know, and um, self-sufficient. And an orange, I'll never forget that sensation. The first, wow, you know. So um, the birch, I mean, proper name, and so I'll have to give you a little bit of background, um, an ancient case. Freya is, if you like, what I call, they all have names, I give them a name for convenience sake, but there are historical connections. Well, it's a different topic, okay? I have, I have to be strict, stick to the script. Freya is, represents a birch. Birth, everything beginning, first time ever. And in the story, I've, I've, I've written a story um, in the publication, which features uh, a, a character, which is a newborn infant, and the experience it must be like. And I, um, to this day, I'm convinced I can remember certain moments like first, uh, seeing the light for the first time, seeing certain colours for the first time. I remember seeing the yellow for the first time. I was, whoa, what's that? You know, and I, I know, I'm not there yet, but the Rowan, uh, I was back on my mother's bike in, in Germany. We come back after a thunderstorm, and I was sitting on the back, about three years old, and um, down was they, they were out of puncture, so it was muddy and rain. It was evening, and country lane and bought sharp and there was this rolling, right, right there, like a statue. And the sun was just breaking through the clouds, but the sun was above the horizon, it was orange. And it lit up this tree, and it just exploded into a vividness I've never experienced before. And it was powerful. And I was UK, and I snapped out of it, you know. Oh, what's that? You know? And then in German, um, anyway, I don't want to talk about the rolling, I'm going to hurt myself, okay? The birch, it's all about first experiences. Um, but in the storyline, I try to imagine what it's like to be an embryo and leaving the birth canal and, and, and taking the first breath, the first sensation of what are these things dangling off me? Oh, can I, oh, I can move them. And, and what do I do with them? Literally, I mean, you know, and, and you think, wait a minute, you can't remember that. It's probably something you dreamt about. Ah, where do dreams come from? <laughs> Perhaps the dream is a memory of that event. What I'm remembering is the dream, not the event. But it's good enough, you know? Um, and so I was happy with that. And, and so, so I wrote a little story that there's 16 stories in the, in the book I'm working on. Uh, and the birch represents a voyage into life from the womb, literally, okay? Now we come to, um, I have to move on. Rowan, Bridget, and some lovely, lovely ancient stories about Saint, you know, you can research this galore, but the road is a lovely, lovely tree. And to me personally, um, 
It represents the first taste of adventure, of novelty, of, 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 of uh, imagination. Like as a kid, I read Grimm's fairy, well, they were quite grim, fairy stories and stuff like that, you know, and, and in German, uh, it didn't mince words, they, they, they weren't uh, child-friendly in terms of nowadays, you know, it's a completely different age, okay? They're quite brutal and scary, actually. But we all read them in great fun, and it, 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 the role represents to me the birth of the imagination of it, as a child. And uh, by the way, each orb, I'll, I'll call it orb for now, represents roughly five years in, your, in one's life. So uh, an infant cannot write about its experience, so I had to improvise a bit. But coming to the role, that was a, an experience I definitely had, and it had a powerful effect. And, I, and the storyline, uh, I can't tell you the storyline because I'll be giving away the publication. Uh, this was a young girl who discovers her feet because she's been bullied, you know, and all that, because she's got red hair. And that's, that's all I'm going to tell you about that one. But she's picked up a lot of things, thanks to her. And, and the story develops. It's not always the same person, okay? So, so far, any questions about the Roy and the bird? Quickly. Can I move on? Please, thank you. Uh, Alda, now, oh, Alda, it took me ages to, to figure out Alda, 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 Alda. Um, the German word is Erle, and for the older, Erle, which comes from Erlich, which means truthful or honest, right? Now, by the way, Bridget is seen by some traditions as the first female, older is the first male. What well, older represents Pisces. Hi, good afternoon, and we're here again on the second day in the Mansfield Mind Body Spirit Show. started opening up to who I really was and all my gifts and since there really I've started with plant medicine so I've gone down the shamanic path um, and have travelled a lot so I've managed to be involved in a lot of different cultures which were a lot open. Jungle, which jungle have you been in? Uh, it's the Amazon yeah um, where I did some plant medicine with a fever tribe um, and then I've travelled over to India and yoga and <laughs> Nepal and managed to get into all the mountains so it always feels like this energy is just coming through me. <laughs> so I think we're very similar in energy. You've travelled a lot more than I have, but mm -hmm. I've travelled in my mind. So, you're doing really well now. Um, yes. You're doing lots of things, aren't you? Your mountaineering, um, yeah. So it's called? It is, yeah. So my entire life I've worked in the outdoors with, with children. Um, so I've, my rock, I've done my rock climbing instructor and my mountain leader, which enables me to take people into, into the wilderness. 
um, which is where my heart truly lies, and it's where I feel most connected. Do you like um, living in the jungle? I do like living in the jungle. Anywhere outside. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. And can you tell me what are you grateful for today? Um, you know, I'm just grateful to be surrounded with people with open hearts and open minds. Um, and to be embodying this in this body. In this body. Yeah. Yeah. And if you could teach the world something or give the world some advice, what would you say? Um, really just remember that we're all walking each other home. Um, and although we may look different, we're all connected in this one point. And when we realise that, the magic was right. You recently had an award, I'm not talking about it, but Ronnie got an award. I'm not sure what it was called, but it was a diamond award. Um, yeah, I managed, uh, well, I pulled a young man off a bridge that was trying to save his life. Um, and yeah, I stopped him from doing that, and, and it was on a motorway bridge, so it could have been a lot worse. So. Yeah, I just got recognised for that. That's fantastic. You've <laughs> got the good word. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers, thank you. I think we'll have to see you on a, another episode. <laughs> and we finally managed to track Moira down. It's lovely to see you and, and get to talk to you. We did record uh, some time of your talk earlier, which was absolutely fantastic. So, really how did you think that then? Well, thanks very much, Bill. It's great to be here today at a live show again, and that's the thing that I've got most out of this weekend. The talk was great, and I had lots of lovely questions by people in the audience afterwards, which I really, really enjoyed. So thanks for inviting me to come to have one personally afterwards. One of the things I really love about this kind of event is meeting people and getting new ideas. And giving a talk on the subject of witchcraft, people ask questions that, are that may seem basic, that give yeah. me an extra idea of how I can expand my practice and continue developing. Brilliant. Can we talk about the books that you've got yeah. right here? I don't know if Glenn can see those, but if you want to talk about, give us a bit of an insight yeah. on your books more. Yes, certainly. Well, I started writing witchcraft books because when I first got onto this path, there wasn't really anything out there sort of 30, 35 years ago, and knowing that the books haven't changed a lot over the last, you know, over 10 years or so that I've been practice, I started writing non-fiction books on witchcraft. Yeah. And, and here, one of the talks that I gave yesterday was on the folklore and magic of dolls. And there's something in here for everybody. This book is an exploration of the history of dolls, including uh, wax images that have been used by the royal family, and some that are really, really interesting stories. Yeah. And there's all, there's all sorts of things there. It's a very practical book. I'm all about giving people something yeah. that they can yeah. do themselves. Um, I also write novels, and my first novel I ever got published was Wild Women. And that is a story about three generations of women in the same family who are all witches and how they uh, have a witch camp implements in their day-to-day -day lives. So it's very much a story of um, how we can bring witchcraft into what we're doing when we've got problems or crises in our own lives. And of course, hot off the press with Phoenix Flames, my here today, is Katie Hunter. Now this is my pagan novel for children. Right. So it's kind of not the new Harry Potter, it's the Harry Potter's based in the real world. What would the kids be doing? And that's, this is where Katie goes on an adventure to discover whether there's witchcraft going off in the house she's just moved where, where is this available? This is available through Phoenix Flames Publishing, or you can find all of my books, including the non-fiction ones, on Amazon, yeah. uh, or on my own website. So, so people can search Moira Hodgkinson and they'll yeah. find you on Amazon that way? Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm all over the internet. Uh, just search for Moira Hodgkinson author and you'll find me on Amazon, 
uh, on, on um, I think there are some reviews on Goodreads if you want to have a look at that. And of course you can get them from regular bookstops or your library too. Don't feel like you have to spend money because libraries are a really, really good way for authors to get people reading their books as well. Kind of take you back a little bit Ooh. and I'd like to ask you about your own spiritual development, your own, maybe your own awakening. Yeah, it was a really interesting time actually when I discovered that I was a witch. It was more of a discovery than a decision. When I was really young, I was brought up in a family um, where we went to church occasionally on a Sunday. Um, but on the shelves of the on the bookshelf, my mum had things like Dick Francis and Agatha Christie, alongside Dennis Wheatley. So there's always been this kind of spooky books yeah, on the shelves yeah. as well. And I think a lot of my early development started like that through reading. And because there weren't any other witches in the area that I was growing up at the time, it was very much a process of experimentation and making things up as I went along. And I really believe that using your own intuition, uh, that was certainly the key to my spiritual development. Since then I've moved on, I've had independent covens, I'm now in a Gardnerian Ripley coven, and my spiritual journey is still progressing, I'm still learning, I'm yeah. still finding things out. We yeah. never stop learning, do we? I think over the last few years, and I suppose the, the cycle of the last eight years from 2012 has been a massive shift in consciousness and, and recently over the last two years there's been a massive shift in consciousness for, for a lot of different people, hasn't there? Absolutely, because so much has changed over the last couple of years especially that people have had time to reflect on how their lives are and what they really want out of life or have a lot more time at home to consider where we're heading and the spiritual community is, is growing exponentially, especially yeah. in these uncertain times. Yes, yeah, yeah. I don't know about yourself, but I've noticed this weekend the energies are so electric this weekend amongst the spiritual community. Yeah, really yeah. different. It's so, so vibrant here this year in comparison to previously. I mean, the Mansfield Show is always a good event to come yeah. to, but this year, especially because we've been so excited about getting together again, mm -hmm. sharing little bits of crystal information or Reiki wisdom, and it's just growing and developing, and it's just beautiful. And I yeah. always feel alive when I come to events like this. Yeah, yeah, me too. Can I ask you? Last two questions. What is one thing that you are grateful for at the moment? At the moment, I am grateful for Reiki. After I did my talk this afternoon, I started to get a migraine. And I don't know about other people who get migraines, I get kind of like sparkles in my vision and I start mm -hmm. to lack concentration, I get brain fog. I've just been having a Reiki treatment, I feel so much better. And the healing energies of this kind of environment and the people who come here have all contributed to giving me support and wellness. And I'm grateful for yeah. my good health. Um, I used to have a really terrible hip condition where I was walked in a walking stick. The NHS were brilliant, I'm grateful for them. But mainly I'm grateful for the spiritual community for the ongoing support yeah. and healing disciplines. Lovely. Last question. Yeah. If you could teach the whole world one thing, what would you teach them? I would go into a primary school reception class and I'd get kids who are knee high to a grasshopper to meditate. <gasps> Me too. I genuinely believe that if all children anywhere will learn to meditate and be kind to each other and animals, then the world would be a better place within a generation. Yes. That's one of my personal things yeah. as well, actually. And we have to stop when they're tiny. Yes, yeah, definitely. Because by the time they get to sort of like seven or eight years old, they've, they've, they've been told, you don't believe in this sort of thing, ghosts aren't real, spirituality is not real. Yeah. We catch them when they're really, really young, mm -hmm. teach them how to just be kind. That is what I want the world to know. Okay. Thank you. My name is Moira Hodgkinson. I've been a witch for um, 35 years. 
which makes me feel really old when I say it out loud. And um, one of the things that I did recently was to write a book called Living Witchcraft. Um, it's the easiest book I've ever written. I went through my diary from the previous year. Um, yeah, actually, that would be good if, if somebody would mind closing the doors. Thank you.
train it before you use it because it will clog up the nozzles on your bottles. I learned by mistake, do not repeat my mistakes. And the other thing that you should do is add about 10% of pure vodka. This will stop the essential oils and herbs in it from going off. I learned that through trial and error as well. Uh, so yeah, put anything you like in them and just charge it up with some Reiki energy, write Reiki symbols on, on the pot that you're keeping in, for example. So there are loads of things you can use. And you don't have to get fresh plasma from magical supplies. You can buy this stuff in jars in Tesco. They work just as well, although they will need a little bit more activation because they're the nickel like this thing. Yes, that's that okay? Yeah, brilliant. And you can make those all sorts of things. So um, Anybody lives with cats, you know that giving a cat a bath is like a trip to hell. It's a suicide mission. You need leather gauntlets and arm armor. You really do. And I've got a cat who was poorly recently. Off she went to the vets. We did the cat carry on the way there. We did the vet's office, and then peed again in the cat carry on the way back. So she really does need a bath before she's into the vets. And after that, she's all, oh, I've got the bath. I feel so stressed. And I just get one of my aura sprays. Just plan a little bit for that. It won't start on time. And you will 
uh, but, uh, but the public ritual is a great way to get involved in witchcraft. It will give you some ideas that you can do yourself at home as well. And things to expect there are ostentatious witchy dress. It's a great opportunity to wear your robes and your witchy hats, but you can turn up in your jeans. As I said, you don't have to make witchcraft a show. It's not about what we do, but who we are inside. So take from that public ritual the friendship and the kindness and the love. People want to hug you and just just share the joy of being together with you. It's, it's a really, really good way of breaking into that on the first steps of your witchy path. I'm just going to have one more look for my nose. That's another thing uh, about being a witch every day, is that occasionally it just creeps upon you unexpected, and I'll find myself doing something witchy that I wasn't planning on. So, to give you an example, a friend of mine a while back was quite poorly, very, very sudden, had a very sudden illness. And I'm at the pub with some mates, this is when I was still going to the pub a few years back. And I got a phone call, well, sorry, a text saying, Sunset has been taken really ill, can you do some witchy stuff? So nice to see Soroya here from the Mystic Moon. Thank you. And that's in Nottingham, isn't it? Sure, we're Nottingham. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to tell us a little about what you're doing here today as Bungie Shop? Okay, well, obviously we have a stall here um, with a very small sample of the products that we sell. Yeah. It's primarily a pagan witchcraft shop. Right. So um, we sell a lot of herbs to make your own magical incenses and yeah. and uh, We also teach run workshops on, on teaching people how to get into the craft, involved in it. So I primarily teach beginners. I like to think of myself as the first step on the rung of the ladder and then that gives them the basic tools they need to go off and do a little bit of research, practice a little bit of basic magic or perhaps go to a more advanced group. Yeah. Um, we also run workshops on um, the use of crystals. So we'll um, teach people how to use a pendulum to search for lost items and things like that. How would people get in touch with you for the we have a website, so we, should, we, ser we serve our online customers worldwide as well. So yeah. you can go to the website www.themysticmoonshop.com or you can email us at inquiries at themysticmoonshop.com or you can phone the shop. So, your own spiritual development then, can you tell us about your own spiritual awakening? The awakening. Interesting because my, my late sister and I um, were very psychic from a young age. We used to do spells and we used to astral travel when we were quite small and I'm talking three or four years old. Um, and to us it was perfectly normal. We didn't think anything of it until years and years later when somebody said, are you Wicca? And I said, I have never made baskets in my life. I had no idea what she was talking about. Um, but then I realised that we, we actually did witchcraft without knowing it. And since my sister passed over into spirit, she's been more active with me. Um, so she helps me with my readings because I'm a tarot reader. I've been reading for about 35 years now. So it's just really progressed from childhood. When I lost my father in the 80s, I got involved with the local spiritualist church, became more spiritually aware that way. Somebody gave me some Doris Stokes books to read and she was marvellous. So I just advanced that way. If there's one thing that you are grateful for, at this time, what would you say you are grateful for? I'm grateful for being able to connect with my family and spirit because I miss them. And it's really, really nice to be able to communicate with them and know that they're still with me. And one final question for us, If you could teach the world one thing, what would you teach the world? One thing, tolerance. 
How do you think we can trump it's national, I don't know if you know, it's National Tolerance Day. Is it really? In, in, uh, no, I didn't. In October, and I think it's the October or November National Tolerance Day. And I think about tolerance and I often think, how can we transcend tolerance? Because we have tolerance with certain people, don't yeah. we? Yeah. I tolerate things. But how do we change that into acceptance? Ah, um... I think that's an experience that comes with experience. I mean, I'm, I'm 64 now, so I've had kind of years and years and years of being intolerant and people being intolerant towards me. And having the shop, I've learned to be intolerant towards people because we get some very, very strange people coming to the shop. Um, and having a nephew with special needs also has helped me learn tolerance. So I think. I think you need to have patience, you need to just take a step back sometimes and let people talk and actually listen to what they're saying rather than just hearing words, listen to what they're saying and try and understand the other person's point of view. Thank you so much. I'd just like to start before we go any further. I'd really like us all to share in some breaths together. Um, and just allow our breath to melt into our being. Just comfortably exhale. Relax as comfortably into the sound. And exhale in a relaxed, comfortable way. So, of course, the most thing that we have at our fingertips as a healing uh, tool is our breath and of course it sustains us uh, but it's also a beautiful immediate way of um, connecting in with our nervous system um, and when we stress this uh, for various reasons that creates illness in the body and when we're in that when we tend to be in the flight or fight mode for too long um, and we can take ourselves out of flight, to, uh, flight and fight mode into a rest and digest mode. I don't know if anybody's heard of that alternative before. And that's two sides of the autonomic nervous system. So we've got the sympathetic nervous system, which is the flight and fight mode, or we have the parasympathetic nervous system, which is rest and digest. And this is where the realm of magic and healing exists. Um, so I just wanted to say welcome again. And I want to honor this space. I want to honour this land that we're in. I want to honour you. Thank you very much for being here. And I want, yes, thank you. I honour your beautiful, powerful, healing spirits. and your ancestors. Thank you. 
Um, so I'm here today um, after saying hi to Eric from North Star Crystals and he's asked me if I'd uh, step in and uh, replace the talk that was meant to be, uh, was it Modern Rescue? Yes. Modern Rescue Remedy. Uh, so I'm assuming it's about uh, the benefits of flower remedies. Yes. So is anybody here that's come to see that? Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not actually much better time. <laughs> I, can, I can answer many questions about flower remedies. Just to have a recap. Yeah. Quite a few times. Yeah. I, I think if you're already familiar with flower remedies, there's a really good book called Floral Acupuncture, where a, a flower remedy a therapist has come together with an acupuncturist and they've worked out that there's similarities between the benefits, the aspects of certain flower remedies, and they actually match with uh, the, what you can benefit if you place them on certain acupressure points. Mm -hmm. And my favourite one is Elm Flower Remedy, which uh, you simply put in your belly button, mm -hmm. which is um, in is an acupuncture point, it's uh, about soul loss. And it's actually a really cute and easy way of regaining your soul back, soul energy, and because when you have flower essences that come from trees, um, they're very strong, powerful beings, and, and they bring that tree strength into your healing. Um, so, yes, I stepped in. I didn't actually come to expect to do a talk. I actually expected to come and do some healing for myself. Um, <laughs> so I'm not really sure how this talk is going to go. Um, but I'm here for you as a healing resource, that's what I'm here to be for, um, and that's why I've stepped in. I have done talks uh, for Mansfield Mind, Body, Spirit show before, I've done numerous uh, group Earth Sky meditations, which is something I feel is a calling in my <coughs> soul uh, to share with people and um, help people to see the, the, the energetic glory in what they can be as a, as a, a presence, as a, as a spirit on this planet now. Um, so I've done numerous earth sky meditations, which is about bringing the earth and the sky into the heart and radiating that beautiful fusion of energy out throughout our being and the world around us. So it's a benefit for ourselves and the highest benefit for the people around us. I've also done talks on uh, fractals, fractal geometry, um, which always takes me into a place of uh, spiritual ecstasy, just to pick up a book about fractals and read about um, the language, the visual language of the universe. And, and it's, it's the, you'll get it straight away, it's the shape of the branches in the trees is the same structural language that builds the arteries in our body, our veins, the way that our, uh, our lungs branch and, and the neurons branch in our brains. It's the shape of river tributaries through mountains and the shape of fork lightning. And to me, the shape of the tree is represents life force. Um, we have the shape of the tree within us. Uh, and, it, and, and the, the, the rivers and the trees, it, they're all uh, structures of life force and especially uh, the, the, a lightning bolt. Um, 
I've written a few notes. So the talk that I'm going to do is healing with intention. Um, and where there's a will, there's a way. And um, it's about giving hope to people that may be working with chronic illnesses. Um, and also kind of sharing that journey that I've been through. Uh, this is about my healing journey as well that I want to share because I feel like I'm living proof that you can really learn to manage and get a grip on your chronic illnesses to the point where they're making less of an impact on your health and less of an impact on your life. So you can have a kind of like a normal life that some people seem to have that we'd like to have a piece of. Um, and it is possible it is possible and I really want you to really believe in yourselves or help people that you know to believe in themselves that, that changes are possible. So, and I'm so positive about this right now because I had laparoscopic surgery um, last Friday um, and I had um, six little patches of uterine cells that existed outside of my uterus. I am Philadelphia Project of the human body. <laughs> Everything's turning up where they not normally would. Um, and um, the impact of the illness on my body, the, I wish I actually could have, if I'd have had preparation, I'd be able to print out big, big pictures and the photographs that they took inside my body. Um, and you could see what a small impact these patches were and I believe I've saved my bladder from or parts of my bladder from being removed from having to have my uterus removed or parts of my uterus or having parts of my bowel removed um, I am very kind of pragmatic about the healing path and I think it is really important because we are physical, we must respect the physical. And this is a lesson that I've learned through observing all the friends with um, very tenacious illnesses that um, it's really important that, you know, we do the energy work, that we, that we do everything that we can in, in the holistic palette that we can choose from to direct towards our health conditions. Um, the energetic healing is mind-blowing and profound and can make big differences in our body. But I would also promote the need to respect that the manifestation is physical. We've caught Darren Clark from Congeries of Sound today. Uh, and we said, let's grab Darren while we can because they've heard him drone on for an hour. On one Sorry, Darren, you don't drone no, on, do I you? I do, yeah, I do. <laughs> we've had Darren for an episode previously, but we thought, actually, people would like to see Darren's face. So we've caught him at the Mind Body Spirit. Darren, how are you finding it? You've been here all weekend. Yeah, you? yeah, it's been really good. Really good vibe. Nice to see people, um, like minded people. It's been really good. Yeah, yeah. 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 Fantastic. 
So we've, I don't need to ask you about your spiritual path, really. No, no, no. Because um, we know all about that, don't we? We know what you do, so, uh, at Canty, yeah. so yeah. want to give? Actually, for this video, do you want to tell people how they can come across you and, and just give them a bit of an idea of what you do? Yeah, I'm a sound therapist. I do sound, sound baths, um, using gongs, uh, singing bowls, chanting, rab drums. Um, I've got a, a previous clip in one of your podcasts. Um, from a few good few months ago now, um, I do weekly sound baths at, at my place, Congress of Sound in yeah. Kirby Nashfield. Uh, I also do one-to-one uh, -one, um, personal um, sound treatments as well. Um, so the idea is just to balance the, the chakras and all the energy of the sound. Yeah, yeah. So, Darren, can you give us one thing that you are grateful for today? Oh, Meet, just at this, at this time. Meeting like-minded people and being around like-minded people yeah. is great. Yeah, yeah. And if you could teach the world one thing, would you teach them? Um, well, that's a difficult one. Um, possibly just to be grateful of what you've got in life, rather than chasing dreams. Um, dreams happen when they're supposed to. Um, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Um, so just be grateful for what you have. Um, we're very blessed um, in what we do and what yeah. we have. Um, so yeah, yeah, I would say be grateful for what you've got um, and, and appreciate what you have. Yeah, in life. Right. Thanks, Darren. Nice right. to speak to you. Yeah, yeah lovely to speak we'll to you. See you again soon. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. Angela, nice to meet you Angela. We've got Angela from Phoenix Flames with us this afternoon now as well. So Angela, lovely to meet you. Yeah, it's good to meet you uh, as We've well, been trying to grab you pretty much all day but you've been so busy. It's been manic, it has. it's been great. It's been hasn't it been a fantastic weekend? Yeah, it has, it's been absolutely amazing. It's a shame it's, we've not, there's not really long left actually, isn't it? So, so right, still got a couple of hours. Yeah, yeah. How have you found it? It's been really, really good. It's been great that everybody's been able to come back after so long and actually come back to this event because it's been hectic. And <laughs> having a sun out is always good. Tell us a little bit about what you do, Angela. Okay, so I'm a witch. Yeah. Easily, I'm a witch. Um, I literally make handmade magical products. I do purple incense, I do rollerball oils, I make spell candles, I also sell crystals. <laughs> and we have a publishing company as well, oh, right. Pagan and Wiccan Books. Brilliant. That's shocked okay. you, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's good to know. <laughs> How can people find you online or anything like that? It's Okay, so we're on um, www.phoenixflames.co.uk yeah. and Phoenix is spelled, as you can see over my right shoulder, F-E-N-I-X, yeah. okay. it's not Phoenix. Sorry, <laughs> I like to say it how it's spelled so I spell it right, that's all. <laughs> can you tell he's been told off already? Okay, yeah, yeah. Glenn's <laughs> laughing at us now. So, yeah. um, so, can you tell us a little bit about your own... Path. Your own spiritual path, yeah, of course your own can. development? So, I grew up with a very spiritual grandmother and she taught me little bits as we were going through, through the time and 
it came to the point where my magical path became stronger and stronger and stronger. So I, I've developed various things through tarot, mediumship, herbs, crystals. I, I work with a, a range of different deities and different things. So, so yeah, my path is quite varied and quite wide, to be honest. So there's been a lot of a lot of work on my spiritual path since I was young. And I suppose a lot more to go like everybody else. We're all still learning. Just one long, well, a cycle really. It cycles of learning and development. So. Always. If there is one thing that you're grateful for at this moment, could you give us one thing that you're grateful for? Friends and my family and my cats. Lovely. It's the easiest one. And then the last question that we always ask is, if you could teach the whole world one thing, what would you teach them? How to sing. No, I'm joking. Although it's a good one. It I'd does, love to be able yeah. to sing myself, but apparently I'm tone deaf. Julie can do that, you know. Can Julie she? actually channels. I don't know if you know. Julie channels um, Carrie Carpenter. Oh, I channel Cher. Oh, do I do? Yeah, shall I sing a bit for you? Yeah, yeah. go on then. Do you believe in love in love? It's ridiculous, but I love it. Love Thank channeling you. in a bit of shit. I'll say goodbye now. <laughs> no one ever knows. Julie's here. Okay. I noticed. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. It's been lovely to talk to you, Albert Magnuson, 
back in the uh, mid-1800s. And he was doing the first, some of the early experiments with colour. And what he did, he had a great big crystal, the kind we'd like to own, and he put sunlight through it, and he worked out the spectrum. But it was, um, and I just said his name, Isaac Newton, that worked with it and took a lot of credit for it. But when he actually did it, he was looking for something else. He was actually looking for a musical octave, and he didn't quite work it out. And there's actually documentation to show that he spoke to his university people, and he sent a, a letter saying it was a fruitless exercise. But then he realised what he'd actually discovered. Um, and octaves, is anybody musical here? Yeah? yeah? Hi. Yeah. Right. So you see to see. You all know your chakras, obviously, yeah? We, we, we're not going to expand into the, 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 there are instruments that are, they're still like, like we've just been working with a D bowl that actually is heart. But we're working with the seven basics because it has to do with octaves, which we can't do today. So our normal basic, and obviously you're all in central process as well, so you're changing colour. You're looking really like lots of nice extra light rainbows. Your base chakra is a red and it's a D. Your sacral, sorry, a C. Your sacral is orange and it's a D. Your solar plexus is an E, and it, obviously it's yellow. Your heart is F green. Um, green. Yeah, thank you. I tease them. Yes. I'm a younger man. I know you Man's, are. Mantras. E wow. We do so mantras as well. He's better better than I am, of So we've got C, D, E, F, G, A, B, high C. Wow. Right. Um, so when, the way we absorb it is um, when you're out in the sunlight, we're going to do some experiments with you so you can have some fun as well. When you're out in the sunlight, your nerve ends, apart from being blue, pick up, pick up the quality of the sunlight. It picks up the spectrum, the frequency of the sunlight. Now that travels down through your, your um, meridians and into your brain. Your brain works with a pineal and pituitary gland, and those two glands, they tell you the, the body, the quality of sunlight you have received, the quality of colours. This is why, it's okay, come in, Chip. This is why artificial sunlight's not great, you know? You can buy daylight bulbs, and they're not very expensive now. They're really good, they'll help. They're not great, but they'll help. Okay, so that sunlight travelled down your nerve endings, um, and your pineal tree down the gone. Okay, let's see what frequencies and wavelengths this is. And then that sends the information through the body to the chakras, the hypothalamus, it goes to each chakra. The chakra takes those colour frequencies and wavelengths, and as they rotate, we know they're called wheels of light. As they rotate, they turn that sunlight into energy your body can use, which travels to all your organs. I think, I mean, it is really in depth. So, like your endocrine system, you all know all the major glands and stuff from your endocrine system, <coughs> your organs. So, it's really, really important. Now, so we pick up our nerve endings. Um, has anybody familiar? I've only got a few because I blew the others up by accident. I put them outside to cleanse and the sunlight, which wasn't a good idea. Has anybody seen the orosoma at shows? Yeah. There's hundreds of them, isn't there? The lady that designed them is blind and she's never seen colour. So, yes, you see colour with your eyes, 
got you picked up three nerve endings. Um, we do lots of experiments in classes as well about where do you think a light bulb would be, where do you think infrared would be. So without cheating, microwaves are red. So where would you think they'd be? Are they powerful? So on a scale, would red be low? Microwaves? Do you cook your food? Low? High? What about gamma rays, x-rays? High. Your microwaves are red, so they're a low frequency, low vibration. And then we got that funny gadget. This was one of my bikes, <laughs> which turned out to be useful at the end. With frequencies and wavelengths. Okay. This is called a Beijing guitar. And the man played it really well, but I can't do it. So, but it's a coming handy to show the tighter something is. Tell you it's coming handy. So that's low. So if I tighten it. So the tighter, the, 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 the shorter the wavelength, the higher the colour, the higher colour vibration. So your gamma rays, your x-rays and all things like that are violent. We do an experiment where we threw them out with a remote control to send over remote control. But it's actually sort of in the middle somewhere. You can come and have a look at these boards, take pictures, that's the idea, that you can take them home. Right, so sound. Um, so that's how you absorb sound. I'm going to give some little experiments and a bit of fun in a minute. So you've absorbed the colour into your body. You know that your shackles have transferred that colour frequency into energy your body can use. And then when it move, each one of your vertebrae is a different colour. So like, I mean we do what's called spinal dousing where you can use a, a pendulum or you can scan and we use corresponding colours. I've actually, there should be some sheets for them to take home, Kat, I brought them in yesterday. No, it's the, the colour therapy sheet. I've also given you a list to take home so you can identify your ailments and channel the colour yourself. In music, as we've said, it's C to C, okay, and each, so how many of you play instruments? Okay, so you know when you slap that look at there, will you? <laughs> so when you're playing music, oh, they could get them to sing you, couldn't they? When you're playing an instrument, You'll be playing high C, low C, sharps. When you're playing that, you're creating the most wonderful rainbow of colours. Some people can see colour from music. I know there's one or two of you there today can. And that, it does come with practice. Um, so you're playing a rainbow of colours, but you can't see them. But they do, they're affecting everyone. How many of you got a piece of music that you hate? That makes your skin go, Ooh! Right, and how many of you got a piece that you like? Oh, I think this is time for an experiment. I bet this was going on, you know. Right, okay. So I want you to close your eyes and think of something that annoys you. A piece of music or something that annoys you. Apart from Darren at the back. <laughs> something that annoys you. A piece of music that you don't really like the sound of. An instrument you don't like the sound of. Now, I want you to, um, we're going to count to three, and I want you to think of that instrument or that sound you don't like. And we're going to take a big breath and do a ah. You don't like it. Big breath. Ah. Okay. Actually, they're all quite chilled. So let's think about something that you do. What do you love? What makes your heart jump? What's 
fluffy bunnies, kittens, lovers, crystals, in case of jewelries, crystal skulls. Crystals, what do you love? What do you really, really love? Just think about that in your heart. Think about what you love. Take a big breath. And let out an hour. <laughs> see the difference? So when we were going, ah, what kind of colours do you think would be there? Red. Red, okay. And when you're going, ah, fluffy bunny, what kind of colours? Blue, blue. Blue, green, green, green. Yeah. Excellent. So, we've managed to track down Rishi. Hello. Hi. It's been, uh, we've been trying to get you all day, but you've been in and out of your healing room, so yeah. it's really nice to get, get to speak to you. So, we've, we're, you're on with Hope. Yeah. Or, or the Oracle of Hope, I should say. Yeah, so, so you, but your company is Unity Awareness. Unity Awareness. Do you want to tell us about what you do? Yeah, sure, sure. So, uh, what it is, is um, I partake in psychic work, so I'm a psychic medium. I work with spirit in different ways, shapes, and forms. Yeah. I work as a channel. I do uh, shamanic healing, energy healing, yeah. light language. So, I channel language of the spirits. I work as an astrologer. Yeah and hypnotist as well. I've just been, and different, different right. modalities that have been working through this. For the, for the listeners and the viewers that are going to listen, do you want to talk to us a little bit about light language? Yeah, sure. Tell us what light language is. Sure, so with light language, light language is a form of the channel of light. So when we speak it, it channels through us. So, which is this kind of here, hello. <laughs> yeah. But when they channel, I usually channel it for healing purposes. Yeah. So it will channel bringing in light codes. So I, I will also see through my third eye with the eyes open the, the codes coming through. And it's a vibration state because the universe is made of energy, matter, and vibration. So as we channel in the sounds of vibration, it's channeling a certain code of frequency on a vibrational level for the DNA for the cells yeah. and it, I predominantly use it for healing yeah. and I use it with Icaros so as a shamanic practice we sing Icaros which are sort of translated to spirit songs right, okay. so magic songs so we can sing Icaros for bringing, invoking certain spirits yeah. so if we want to work with Mama Cacao if we're working with different plant medicines like ayahuasca or if we're working with just like we recently worked, I worked with dandelion right, so okay. we'll sing Icaros to invoke the spirit so the same way the Icaros the magic song will be channeled through to work for specific healing purposes yeah. where are you based? whereabouts are you based and where do you do this? is, is this something that people can come along to? When, when yeah do you do uh, different uh, classes for this? Or? yeah so I'm um, recently recently been looking at releasing my website I've right. got a little bit left up to release it I'm going to do a blog on there to teach how people how to channel how to do it how to let the language out because we all have this potential within us so teaching people how to let go of the logical mind to allow the sounds to flow through without the mind attaching to understanding what it means and yeah. then the translations come along after but I'm based in Brighton Oh, right, okay. And I'm originally from Leicester, so right. I, I do travel around a lot from Wales, up north. So have you um, come up from Brighton just to hear that? Yeah, right, just to come okay. and support the Oracle of Hope. Yeah, yeah, brilliant.
So that's kind. That's a kind thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she's amazing at what she does yeah, as well. Yes, yeah. I started to listen to Hope's podcasts that she does oh, last night as well. <laughs> so she told us about that, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to have a listen to that last night. So, and I was saying earlier on how she gives that while she's talking, she 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 leaves the pause. And I thought that's so important for people to process what she has, what she's just spoken, that processing time, that pausing there as well. So that was beautiful how she does that. But she knows. She knows. <laughs> she knows. How have you found the weekend? So it's been fantastic, actually. I've been, been I say overwhelmed, but it was beyond any expectation I had. And there's been just so many beautiful souls that have come here. And we've been fully booked both days as well. The fact that we've taken clients on outside of uh, the, the Mind, Body, Spirit uh, Festival yeah. and we've also, I've also been doing readings which I wasn't originally meant to do but yeah, yeah. it's just been, t- been when fantastic. I've, when I've done stores at different at different festivals like this myself, yeah. I always take my cards because after, usually you find that after somebody's had a healing, they'd like some cards put in as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's important that you take all your tools, take everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've got the whole array. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if there's one thing that you that you are grateful for at the moment, could you tell me one thing that you're grateful for? Just grateful to be on this journey, grateful to be transforming lives yeah. and souls, to keep them aligned, to continue this work for the planet because the planet needs it right now and we're doing what we can to raise the consciousness as it's naturally happening but we have to be the way showers yeah. so I'm just humbled and grateful to serve the great spirit yeah. if there is one thing that you could teach the world what would you teach the world love love yeah. it's as simple as that love let go and to embrace each other as brothers yeah as we're all brothers in humanity we yeah. rise brothers and sisters so we just need to keep continuing in love perfect thank you you. lovely lovely to meet you lovely to meet you Um, and at some point if if you are willing to we'd love to have you on as a as as an official guest for the for an episode as well so that'd be amazing that would be for a full hour for a full hour's recording with us if that's something that you'd be willing to do that'd be amazing I'd be humbled by that thank Thank you you so much much. Thank thank you Welcome to the Full Circle Podcast. Again, we are knackered. Exhausted. Someone fetched me matchsticks. <laughs> We've had a brilliant weekend. We've had such a fantastic weekend connecting with wonderful souls. We've got Angie just behind the camera here. Angie's been a week, been here all week. Uh, all weekend. It feels like a week. (laughs) Julie's been so busy with different things, haven't you, Julie, as well, with workshops. Me and Glenn have been running around like two roadies. We have. It's been crazy from one event to the other, then um, individual uh, interviews as well. We've met some beautiful souls, as you just said there, Phil. Made some new friends and some new future guests for the podcast, which we're very excited about. Uh, in the little interviews that we gave them, um, you could just feel this story was wanting to be told. So uh, you're in for a treat when we actually do schedule those in. Yeah, yeah. It feels that that the community that we initially talked about that we wanted to build, we can see that coming into fruition just on this weekend. So we're so pleased. Um, actually, let's 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 do the questions. Okay. Let's do the questions. Glenn, 
Can you tell us something that you are grateful for this weekend? This weekend, I'm grateful for my spirit team and helpers. I'm grateful for energy. I'm grateful for you guys and, and obviously this event for allowing us to uh, to interview them and obviously um, showcase their work as well. Yeah. But most important, importantly, I'm a great I'm grateful for being alive. Yeah. 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 For experiencing yeah. all this. It's yeah. wonderful. I'll echo that, yeah, grateful yeah. to be alive and the energy is brilliant. Oh, you've got to answer your own question, you can't take oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my yeah. lord! No piggybacking. Oh, no, okay. no, well, would question. you like some time to think about it? No. It is the same question. Did it, did it, did it, did it. <laughs> Off you go. <laughs> wow, as I said before, <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to be alive. No, it's been a great event, so. yeah. it's gone very fast. Okay. Yeah, absolutely fast. Yeah, really fast. So, great teamwork. Definitely. Yeah. It's the dream work. And yeah. we've got lots of opportunities and like saying you guys to interview and talk more about their awakening and spiritual journeys. Yeah. I've loved doing the, the demos or the talks but you know what it's for. Really good guys. Yeah. We'll do those again next year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Brilliant. Hyper at the moment. Well, we can tell. Bouncing around like Mr. Ben. Your day hasn't finished yet, has it? No, I thought I'd just do another yoga class when I go home in about 20 minutes. Oh, right, okay. Just fit one in. You thought know, I'd just do that. one. Yeah. <laughs> the, Okay. Um, what about yourself? Oh, well, I mirror what you two have said. Uh, no piggybacking. <laughs> sure. I am grateful for new opportunities. I am grateful for being pushed out of my comfort zone actually okay. as well yeah. um, because doing this is quite out of my comfort zone oh, we couldn't really. tell. so no, fake it until you make it you're a natural <laughs> film but yeah I have loved every minute of this weekend it's been such a pleasure I've loved spending the time with you both um, and Angie and everybody that we've met this weekend it's been, it's been fantastic meeting new friends and and catching up with everybody, so I'm grateful for Eric. Yeah. Oh, he's gone. It was there, but Eric's store, but he's disappeared. But uh, so I'm grateful for Eric for allowing us to be here as well. Yeah. So thank you. And I look forward to the next one. Definitely, this is going to be the first of many, I feel. Uh, yeah. Not just in this area, but I feel as though we'll be doing a bit of travelling at some point. Yeah. So yeah, but everybody, thank you so much for uh, tuning in, for liking, commenting, sharing. Um, also, we hope you've been entertaining as well. Entertaining. Yeah. Yes, it has been. And if you, you've never been to a mind, body, spirit event, then uh, you know I'd, I'd like to encourage you all to come down to one, either near you, wherever you're from. Uh, they're very enlightening. You learn some beautiful new topics uh, with the talks there, and also you'll be able to uh, connect with some beautiful souls like we have this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Do you think we should get Angie to come and say a final goodbye? I think we should. And then we can get um, Eric, if he's passing, for a final goodbye. <laughs> Let's get Angie first. Okay, well, let me switch mic, so... Come on, Angie. Put that on, yeah? You've, you've had a busy week. Oh, we, oh. We, we need... Uh, 
we've only got the top of Angie's head. He's got a four. I've the short one out of the crew and I've not had you know, <laughs> left job. <laughs> Have you had a good weekend? Yeah, yes. Um, it was quite amazing, really. From start um, to finish with the drumming yeah, yesterday. Yeah. I think the, the loudest sound was my knees knocking, not yeah. the drums. Um, met some beautiful people. Um, just, it's just been a really lovely event. And, uh, Make contacts with people I've not seen for many years since I first started this journey. So yeah. it's a full circle yeah. for me. Back to oneness. <laughs> Back to oneness. Yes, yes. definitely. So, uh, yeah. Thank you. So, Andrew. would you like Eric? Yes, if we can grab Eric, Eric if it's free. Just there. Let's see if we can, we can, we can see his t shirt. We can see his t shirt. Eric. Eric. It's, it's disappeared. He looks quite busy. Uh, He's a busy man. It's. Um, We'll, we'll get in later. Right. Shall we, Dan? Okay. Later? So, thank you all very okay. much. Thank you. Thank you. Full circle. Thank you very much. Over and out. Thank you for listening and continuing to support the Full Circle Podcast. We would love for you to subscribe and share. Don't forget to find us on our official Facebook page.